Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Brokerpreneur Podcast. I'm Dr. Ben Spears, the ambassador of flow. As if I had a shirt on that said that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or a WWF championship belt. Yeah, exactly. If y'all wondering what he well, was doing. Well, nobody could see that, right? right. It's like... <laughs> so, I'm here with the big guy, as usual, Matt Vi. How you doing, Matt? Doing absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Another great day. Get to ride around with the doors off the Jeep. It hardly ever rains in the afternoon now. It's starting to calm down. Maybe turn it into fall. Fantastic. It was every day. It was. Well, it's the way it is every summer. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like you know, give us some meteor- meteorological... I don't know if that's worth it. Why does that, why's that happen, Matt? Right? Like, so it's, it's blazing hot right. in the summer. Right. And then at 3.30. Every day. Clockwork. It's the tropics. Right? Yeah, it's because the, the temperature cools off so quickly, I guess. I mean, yeah. it's completely a guess, right? But from 11 o'clock to 1 or 2, I mean, it is stifling hot. Yeah. And then the sun starts to go down and it cools off quickly. And then there's wet breeze coming off of the Gulf because we're right there in the right next to the water. Yeah. And I think the two of those things just clash. And there's there's always uh, it's high humidity and there's always particles in the air. There's always dust. There's always crap blowing around. And so I think the cool air, the dust flying around, the temperature cooling quickly, just all of that just goes, hey, you know what? Perfect I'm storm. Spit on you all day. Yeah, especially all that crap mm-hmm. flying around. That's exactly right. Yeah, right. There's, there's certainly a lot of that going on. <laughs> but that would be a complete guess on my part. Yeah, well, we're not going to talk about crap today. Mm-mm. You know what we're going to talk about? I do know what we're going to talk about. Well, tell me. So why the hell would you follow up after the appointment is set? That's why we're, that's what we're going to talk about today. Why would you actually follow up? Why would you not just let the appointment show up? Yeah, no joke. I mean, it's already made. It's guaranteed right. they're going to show. That's right. Right? I'm awesome. Right. Why wouldn't they show up? And if they don't, it's because they're an idiot and I don't want them anyway, right? <laughs> exactly. All right, guys. Well, if uh, you listen to this, you know, on, on all those fancy platforms that they put podcasts on, make sure you hit that follow button. Uh, there's no better time than the present than to go to prospectboomerang.com and join our VIP list. Yep. You know, click on podcast, go down there and say, hey, I'd like to receive monthly recruiting tips, tricks, and hacks from these guys. Yep. And, uh, and we'll send them to you. Yep. So, Matt. Yeah, man. Um, I don't get it. Follow up. Right. Psh. Yeah. The appointment. So the appointment set. So let's, let's talk about the vocabulary in case it's somebody's first time listening to us. <laughs> right. right. So there's a difference between an appointment and interview. Correct. Appointment is, is, is setting the reservation at the restaurant and the interview is eating the steak. Right. Yeah. Okay. So what we're talking about is when you set the reservation at the restaurant, how do you make sure somebody sits down and has the, and has the steak with you at the table? Right. Gotcha. That's what we're, that's what we're talking about is, is that component of that, the appointment part of that. Right. So why would you follow up now? It seems a little silly, right. To, to us and maybe to some people, some people yeah. are like, Oh, you follow up to make sure they show up for the appointment. Right. Yeah. They okay. want that steak. That's right. They want that steak. Uh, that's not enough. Okay. Yeah. And the reason why that's not enough, if you've been recruiting for any period of time at all, you know, that if someone is not really, you know, sometimes you meet with people and they're just exploring. Okay. Yeah. When, when they're exploring, if, if there's not a compelling reason to show up to that appointment, to that interview after the appointment is made, yeah. if there's not a compelling reason, anything yep. else will stop them from showing Absolutely up. Absolutely anything else. Anything else. Dishes. Right? That, that's exactly what <laughs> so For somebody that doesn't like to do dishes, yeah. <laughs> dishes will stop them. Dishes will stop you in your tracks. So that's why it has to be that way. Right. So if you can, if, if you're, uh, if you're good in the appointment and you do all of that and it gets moving the right way and then they actually show up to the interview and they enjoy it, that can actually be the thing that changes their mind. And the other thing that we talk about all the time is, you know, closing isn't what you do right before you get them to sign the paperwork. Right. Right. You're closing the entire time. 
Yeah. Before you meet them, you're technically closing on them. Absolutely. Because your reputation should be preceding you in the market. Believe it or not, it is right. If you don't have, if you don't, if your culture's not out there and your reputation's not out there, it's actually preceding you meeting them. Yeah. Because and, there's a gap. They think right. Absolutely. And 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 you're showing them culture, which I know we're going to get into a few of these things, but you're showing them culture. You're showing them support. You're showing them what they're going to get. Yeah. Um, if, if, if they join your office, right. Before they, before they even meet you. That's exactly correct. So, so we want all of those things to be on the right foot. So that way the closing process is just super simple for you later. Yeah. Right. So, uh, so So we got like five things, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to hit, yeah, we'll hit on those five. Right. Like, you know, we, we want it to be exciting. Right. Because that's the thing to me, right? right? Like nobody, no, everybody gets nervous, you know, when there's like, you know, it's a, it's an interview. Right. I got an interview. I got, got to put, you know, you got to put your tie on. Right. You got to, you know, make sure I got a notepad that I'm going to write fake notes on. Right. That's right. <laughs> notes you'll never look at again. <laughs> exactly. Notes I'll never look at again. Uh, but then you have those other people. Yep. Um, they couldn't care less. They just mm-hmm. walk in, they got flip flops on that kind right. of thing. Yep. Um, that's irrelevant, but right. I was just making me think of that's probably how it really would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I absolutely think so. That's because everybody just looks at the interview differently. Yeah. So that's part of what you're trying to do to begin with is frame what's going to happen on in the interview because if they don't know what to expect, mm-hmm. right? So we'll get into that. But you, but you hit the the first one. Uh, you hit the first one in the head, right? You yeah. want it to be exciting. Yeah. Okay. So. That doesn't mean you call up screaming like the sham wow guy, okay? Right. <laughs> That's not what I mean by exciting. Uh, exciting means that there's something in the conversation that they're looking forward to. Yeah. There's something that they can see makes a, makes a difference for them, right? Yep. And so, you know, we're, this isn't to push challenges and events and everything, which, you know, are part of our, which are part of the, the you know, the fast track program and everything that we do. This, it's not to put, this is not to push that. But that is a great way to build that excitement when you're mm-hmm. doing that appointment process, trying Absolutely. to get them in for the interview. So the, so the first thing that you want to do is, you know, you want to really confirm and just relay the excitement of, of why the meeting is going to be a good meeting. Okay. Yes. We'll talk. Uh, so, so when we, uh, like always, when we wrap up, you know, we'll do our, we'll do our, uh, our, uh, wrap up for our clients. Yeah. Fast track wrap up. And, and we're going to, in that we'll talk about how you actually do this. And maybe in another podcast, we'll talk about how you actually do some of this, but let's right now, let's start at the beginning. And the beginning is, you know, what is it that you need to do and why do you need to do it? And yeah. so number one is, is you want to just confirm excitement Yeah. and relay excitement. Yeah. So how do you, how do you confirm excitement? Yeah. So if you call the person up and they say, oh, uh, if you, if I called you and said, Hey Ben, you know, uh, I know that we're, uh, we're set to meet tomorrow at two o'clock or we're set to meet Thursday at four o'clock or, or whatever the deal is. And you re- and, and you respond back. Yeah. I'd, well, we'll see. I, you know, maybe dishes. I'll be there. Maybe I won't be that right. Dishes They're piling up <laughs> by Thursday. I should have a tall pile of dishes. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're trying to do is you're trying to confirm. Yeah. You want to, you want to get their excitement level. Absolutely. And you want to relay yours. Yeah. Right. But you absolutely want to confirm theirs. Yeah, I'll, I'll come. But it, if something else comes up, if anything else comes up, you know, I'm not right. That's what you want to do. You want to see exactly where you're at with that to know yeah. how you how you want to deal with them. So what, um, you know, I, I don't want to get to actually, I won't even dive down. I was going to ask uh-huh. if somebody's like, eh, you know, maybe I'll shut up. Maybe I won't. 
you know, what do you do from there? But let's just make that another, let's just make yeah, that another there's, podcast. There's a little That's, secret sauce to that. There's some other foundation that we'd have to put in place yeah. to make sure that, that that works. And that would be like, we've, we've covered that on a couple of other podcasts. Yeah. But, uh, but, but yeah, we could, we could absolutely dig into that as well. Yeah. Too, right. You know, so, so the second one, um, is, you know, you want to build rapport. Right. Right. Cause that's, that's where everybody, I think, I think that's where, um, everyone kind of goes past that first one. Yep. Right. Making it exciting and goes straight to the, uh, Oh, you know, follow-ups, just building that rapport or that, mm-hmm. you know, between the appointment and the interview, I'm just trying to like be their friend and be their right. buddy and that kind of thing. Um, whereas they, they may not always want to be your buddy. Right. 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 And that's, that's where that confirming that excitement at the beginning completely uh, agree. really comes into play. Cause if you keep trying to like push, you know, push yourself on somebody and they're like, listen, I don't want to be your buddy. Right. Then you're decreasing the excitement that's level. Exactly right. It's the excitement level that they have. So that first step is really gauging, you know, where they are so that, you know, throughout, you know, on your next call yep. or your next email that you send, what does it need to be like? Right. Right. Are they just all business? Yep. And they just say, they just say, Hey, I'm just, I'm just calling. I just want to make sure that you, you know, we, we're, we're going to have our appointment tomorrow mm-hmm. at two o'clock, blah, 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 blah. Yep. Have a great day. I can't wait to do business with you. Right. That's right. right. That's building rapport with that person. Who's like, doesn't want to be your buddy. Right. And they, so they need a better business partner than the one they have. Yeah. But if you call somebody who wants to be your buddy mm-hmm. and you're like, be there tomorrow, two o'clock. Right. Like appointment. I would do. <laughs> exactly. Like you would do. They'd be like, man, I don't know if I could be buddies with this guy. <laughs> He's pretty intense most of the time. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize this was going to be an intervention then. But. Yeah. Everybody knows that these podcasts are interventions for one of us. That's right. One of the both. And sometimes it's interventions for the people listening. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. But, uh, but yeah, so that's what we want to do is we want to build rapport. You com- you're completely correct. Those, the first two go hand in hand. But here, here's, a, here's another critical thing that people really need to be thinking about. It's not just you, the manager, building rapport. Yes. Okay? It is also the other people on your staff. That, that's a great chance for them to build rapport. That's okay? a good point. Yeah. That kind of digs into the, the how a little bit. Because if, if, as an example, you know, I have somebody set an appointment for me or I call and set an appointment or I bump into somebody or it's a, some type of team builder situation. You know, one of the agents says, oh, Matt, you should really meet with, you know, Bill and, and Bill's the great, Billy Bob's the greatest guy in the world and everything. And, and, you know, they get us connected. And then and then I just wait for Billy Bob to show up. Right. I mean, he's they're not yeah. comfortable. I'm actually yeah. making it more difficult on for his them. mule. That's right. I just, it's, it's just making it more critical. It's making it more uh, uncomfortable for him at a critical time. Absolutely. And so, so what we want to make sure that we're doing is we want to make sure that's as easy as possible. And, and sometimes that's easier and it sets a good expectation to reduce the missed appointments. If more than one person is trying to build rapport with them. Hey guys, this podcast is powered by Prospect Boomerang. We all know broker owners struggle with profitability. Prospect Boomerang compounds your profits by recruiting the best agents to your brokerage. For consistent growth, visit prospectboomerang.com. Yeah. You know what? You know, follow-up, everybody's always heard like fortunes in the follow-up, right? Follow-up is not like the sexy part of recruiting, right? It's the most important part. Mm -hmm. But it's not like the sexy part. It's not like setting the appointment, right? Right. You set the appointment, like, you know, sweet, I set that, I did that, right? Or you get the interview. It's like, man, I crushed that interview. I got that. I got that higher. Um, so when it's not sexy, it's easy to want to pass it up. And I was just thinking about this. We're talking a lot about how 
um, you know, it's building rapport with, um, that with the person or it's building up excitement with, with the, um, with the agent. Think about it too, from a sense of as, as the broker, as the manager, as the recruiting, you know, recruiting manager, how much easier is it going to be for you to sit down and talk with someone oh, yeah. if you've already spoken with them three or yep. four times? Absolutely. Right. It's like, it's like going on a blind date versus the fourth date. Right. Right. You show up and it's like, gosh, you know, I know this person likes yep. pineapple and I, and I know they're allergic to like peanuts, right. you know, whatever. I, don't take them to the, the pineapple peanut show. <laughs> pineapple peanut show. Um, <laughs> but, but you know those things, and it's very comfortable for both of you. So a lot of times, I, I guess what I'm saying is that I think people look at this as I'm trying to make it really comfortable for um, the agent, which, of course, you are. Right. But you're making it comfortable for yourself at the same Absolutely. time. Yeah. Because um, you, you may even know in the follow-up. This is not the right person. That's exactly right. right. Which yeah. happens. Absolutely. Yeah. Which happens, especially with new agents. Yeah. And so, you know, the, the next thing that, that I want, that I want us to talk about or that we're going to talk about rather is if, if you go to, you know, a, a dentist appointment or, um, you know, uh, some, some other type of appointment, a lot of the times people will search like what to expect. Right. Right. Like, you know, if, if I get my wisdom teeth pulled out, right. Right. How many days am I going to be out, you right. know, or, or blah, 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 blah. Uh, that's kind of something that we want to talk about too, you know, with our follow-up is what to expect, you right. know, when they, when they come in. Right. Yeah, absolutely. We want to make sure that, that we're, we're building that excitement, right. That there's good rapport with them. And then we're going to make sure that we're, we're setting the right expectation of what's actually going to happen. Right. Okay. So, so the way that we do that isn't by saying, Oh, Hey, these are the 12 things that we're going to talk about. Let me give you a 96 page list of what we're going. That's not what I mean by setting the expectation. Okay. We'll talk a little bit more about that in just, in just a second. Setting the expectation is that, uh, in my opinion, at least is you're not trying to hire them right then. Yeah. Okay. So if, and they need to know that they do, they absolutely need to know that. Oh, when you, when you're vetting them out, if they're like, yeah, listen, I, I need to make a decision. And so I'm meeting with you and what other company, okay, deal with that differently. Absolutely. You're trying to hire them. Right. But, but most of the time that's not the case. Yeah. Most of the time they're, they're, they're not in the right now phase. They're in the future phase. Right. Right. And so whenever you, if, if you're setting enough appointments, they are right. Yeah. If you're oh, not yeah. setting enough appointments, that's a whole different scenario, right? Every yeah. time you're trying to close on them, that's why a lot of people struggle. Okay. So a whole different conversation again. What's that like the 12th conversation? That's another conversation. <laughs> yeah. just <laughs> we, We're racking up the podcast. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. We never struggle for content. Never, yeah. never. So, uh, so setting the expectation means that, that you want this to be a very comfortable conversation with them. And you're going to say, Hey Ben, uh, you know, you're going to talk about some other things, which we'll, we'll unwrap some other time. Right. And, and you're going to say, Hey Ben, you know, I just wanted to make sure that whenever, whenever we sat down on, on Thursday, you know, the biggest thing for me is that we're just kind of trying to get to know each other. So that way, even if we don't, don't want to work together, at least we both know that we've got a, a, a compatriot in the, in the market. Right. Yeah. So that's setting an expectation of, I don't need you to make a decision right then. Okay. Yeah. If you're vetting them the right way and you know where you're at with it, then you might want to, when you're sitting them down, say, listen, when we get done, absolutely. If everything's going the way it's supposed to, I'd love to talk about how we would make this transition together. Yeah. Both of those things are setting the expectation. Yeah. It's important that you set it, 
But that also means that you have to do those other things that we just talked about, or you're not going to set it appropriately. Yeah. And you're going to, and you're going to freak them out too. If oh, yeah. you say things like now, when you come in, uh, will you sign? Yeah. Right. If we have a good, if we have a good talk, will you sign up today? Right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. That, that's going to creep them out. That's going to creep them out. Yeah. And that's going to, you know, lead, lead to some, some desperation right. feels. Absolutely. And, and, uh, unless through the other part of your vetting, yeah, they've set right. So the, the agent that set the appointment up said, Hey, listen, I was in an open house or I'm doing a transaction with them. They said they're getting ready to move this week. Right. Oh yeah. If they say, yeah. well, I need to make a decision today, then yeah, right. by all means, I'm oh, just yeah. saying don't lead with that. Yeah. Most you know? of the time it's, yeah. Most yeah. of the time it's exactly what you said. You're going to creep them out. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, well, you send them a lot of information, mm-hmm. right? Like in this follow-up, it's not just phone calls, right? It's emails. It's your staff calling. Maybe it's some text messages. You're sending them some links of some of, you know, hey, here's an event that's coming up or right. something like that. Um, maybe you even have some other agents in your office, you know, send them some things saying, hey, right. we're, I heard you might be joining the company. Yep. Um, we're really excited, you know, really excited to have you. Please let me know if, if I can mentor you in any way or something right. like that. Yep. If it's a new agent. Right? Yep. Love it. Um, how do you... How do you how do you check or make sure that they're that they're receiving all the information that yeah so uh, so part of it is just asking right yeah but that means that you have to know what it is that's going out yeah big huge mistake is that when people set an appointment they don't have a a, a set script of what's supposed to happen they don't have an yeah. outline of what's supposed to happen okay so if I'm setting an appointment. I want to build rapport through me and my staff. I want to make sure there's an email delivered. I want to make sure there's a confirmation delivered. And I want to make sure that, that my staff has uh, ancillary services, stuff like that, have reached out to them and said, I can't wait to meet you. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Now, uh, so again, we'll, we'll talk about this in the, in the wrap-up specifically, who should be doing what and everything. But, but for right now, you need to know what's supposed to happen every time an appointment is made. Yeah. If yeah. you don't, you're falling short. And people are going to get inconsistent stuff, and you're going to, one person you're going to hire, and you're going to be like, "Man, I just crushed it on the uh, uh, on the interview with them, and that's why they joined me. They really liked what I said about the commission plan." And the truth is, it's that's not it. Yeah, you you stumbled across something in the appointment process that really resonated with them. You finished it up whenever you actually did the interview, and you don't even realize that you did that because you're not measuring all of those steps. Yeah. So, and and if you've got an organization that has more than one office, and you're overseeing the recruiting. Hundred percent. This is what should be happening. You need to make sure that everybody's getting the email. That way, you can track who's opening it and who's not opening it. Right? Yeah. We've got we've got people that that don't go to an interview that, but open an email up five or six times. Oh, for sure. Right. Yeah. So, okay. So something happened there. Right. Yep. Are they sharing it with their manager? Look at this. This is what they said. And they're right. I told yeah. them I was going to meet with them, but look at this. Right. Or is they're sick. Right. Or are yeah. they sharing it with their team leader or they what? I mean, so all of those things matter and you have to be able to vet through those. The only way that you're going to know is if you have that outline of what you're going to do between the appointment being set and the and the, the interview. Yeah. It does not have to be a huge cumbersome list either. Don't do not let me make it sound like it has to be. But there are some fundamental steps that you have to go through. Yeah. And don't forget dishes. And don't forget the dishes. Right. Right. Maybe they maybe they got sick. Right. Could be dishes. Right. Yeah. So. The most important thing, I think this is, you know, the one thing that, um, most, most recruiters, most, most brokers, managers, um, really feel like, cause again, like it can get like, this is about me. This right. is about me. The big thing that, that everyone wants, and you do need to do this. is just after you've done some steps, right. 
is actually confirming the date and the time yep. and like, are you going to freaking show up? Right. And, and location, right? Yeah. I mean, so I, I think location is an important part of that date and time. Yeah. Absolutely. But Especially that's how you, if there's multiple offices. Right. Exactly. And, and so that's whenever you, that's whenever you say things, just wrapping up, if you're the one making that phone call, that's that, that is confirming it. That's whenever you wrap it up and going and listen, Ben, if anything comes up that you can't meet with me Thursday at two o'clock at the, at the downtown office, just, uh, just yeah. let me know. Just give me a call back on this number. Text yeah. me back on this number. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to give a little line here. Right. So if you, if you guys are out there listening to this, this is, this is, uh, I think that this is pretty critical and this is going to drop, uh, it's going to give you a chance to, to have more appointments actually show up just using this one line. Okay. Okay. So you want to relay to them that you are a professional and you're expecting them to be professional. And so you want to relay that in a way that helps them understand that they should not no show you if something comes up, they need to tell you. Okay. So in your, in your follow-up, when you're, when you're confirming your appointment and everything, you're just going to simply say something along the line of what we just said, you know, you're wrapping up, Hey, call me at, you know, whatever time. But what you're going to say is something along the line of, uh, so, so Ben, you know, uh, uh, you know, if you've got any questions, if anything happens, you know, Thursday at two o'clock, we're meeting yep. uh, at the downtown office. Just give me a call at seven two seven two seven eight five zero two six, and let me know. I've cleared my schedule because I know just like you that professionals keep their appointments. So I've cleared my schedule yep. to make sure I'm, I'm there for you at uh, Thursday at two o'clock. So just let me know if anything comes up. Yeah. So what did I just say? Right. Yep. I just said, I'm a professional. I've cleared my schedule. If you're not a professional, then you didn't clear your schedule. Yeah. Okay. That is a huge way to vet people. Your missed appointments will drop dramatically. If you can say that comfortably at the end of the conversation. Now this doesn't, this doesn't just fit. This wasn't just something that I learned from, from real estate. Okay. Yeah. This, uh, excuse me from, uh, from recruiting in real estate. This is something I learned from sales in real estate. Yeah. Right. So some people would, you know, the, you know, the husband would show up for the the appointment and they were both supposed to be there and all that kind of stuff and everything. So there's a way that you can say that to whoever you're getting ready to make your appointment with and say, you know, I'm a professional. I cleared my schedule. I know that, you know, I know that, you know, that me being professional is important. That's why I'm going to make sure that I've cleared my schedule and done everything. And that's why I know that both of you guys are going to be at the appointment. Right. Right. There's a nice way of saying that we won't, again, that's a whole nother podcast. What is that like 15? Right. So, uh, but, but if you say that at the end of that, that's going to push them into a point where they're like, okay, wait a minute. If he's going to know, or she's going to know that if I don't show up for that appointment, I'm not being professional. Or if I don't notify them, I'm not being professional. No, absolutely. And so let's just recap for a second. You want to make them, you want to make sure they're excited. Yep. You want to build rapport. Yep. You want to set the expectations. Yep. You want to ensure that, you know, you're, they're getting all the information that you're yep. sending. And then ultimately we want to confirm and just make sure that they're going to show up with the day, the time, yep. uh, the location and, you know, and, and prove to you that they're professional. That's right. That's right. Right. So I know you got an action item for Always. us before yep. I close it up. So, um, let me, let me put a little, I'll, I'll start the bow. Right. How about that? Go. I'll start the bow and then we'll get to the action item. So guys, wherever you listen to this, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, any of those platforms, make sure you hit that follow button. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit that red subscribe button, that bell right beside of it. You get notified every time we drop a new episode. Um, if you want to uh, watch all these things where we, you know, 
do our jam. Right. Go to prospectboomerang.com yep. and uh, click on podcast and, and, and you can listen to all of them there. Um, Matt. Yeah, Ben. Uh, you got an action item. I do. Drop, drop it like it's hot, man. I got you. <laughs> so, uh, so what I do is I'd go back and listen to this podcast. If I was, if this was, if, if, if I'm somebody that I'm like, okay, this might be what's missing in my, in, in my process, right? Okay. I'd go back and listen to this process. I'd take notes and then I'd put some scripting in there. Okay. And then I would type that up big, bold, whatever. Yep. I'd tape it on a mirror and I'd read it like five times a day for five days, 10 days. Okay. Okay. Then after I said it and I got relatively comfortable with it and I'd cleaned it up just a little bit, I'd hold a camera up and I'd do the same exact thing. I'd listen to it. I'd, I'd speak it into the camera. I'd read it off the mirror. I'd speak it into the camera, see how my face looks, all that kind of stuff. But I'd make sure I was smiling. Okay. Yeah. So if I'm the one that's doing the confirmation, if I'm the one that's having these follow-up calls and, and all that kind of stuff, I would want to make sure I'm not stumbling across this whenever I say it. Yeah. And so that means, you know, if you, if you know what you're going to say, then all you have to think about is how to apply it. If you don't know what you're going to say, you have to figure out what you're going to say and you have to decide how you're actually going to apply it. Gotcha. Right? So that was, that was my phone actually the timer going, Matt, you're talking too much, right? Is that what? <laughs> no, no. It's, it was my phone saying, Matt, you're talking too, too much. much. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out both phones go yeah. whenever I'm talking too much. But that's what I do is I'd, I'd absolutely practice it in the mirror. Yep. Um, awesome. Well, I, I think that's a great idea. Anything that involves going back and listening to the podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah, you know, absolutely. I'm a fan of that. But guys, we do these podcasts. I set these timers right. <laughs> for one reason and one reason alone. Why is that, Matt? That's to shut Matt up <laughs> <laughs> so we can be part of their win. 